0: It's the number one voice of the tri state. I'm number one. It's cooking cooking up up 215. So let the show begin. Y'all already know who it is. It's your boy Smooth, and this is cooking up 215 where we get you up close and personal with your favorite artists, entrepreneurs, shakers, and move makers. And today's guest, we have. Philadelphia's own Joanna Jane. Thank you, Smooth. Thank for you so much for coming. Absolutely, absolutely. For those who don't know, Miss Joanna, <laughs> you get into real estate. You are CEO of O'Hara Development, correct?
1: Yes, yes. Yeah. O'Hara Development Partners, CEO and founder.
0: CEO and founder. Yes, and yeah. we are
1: a community-focused organization. We specifically focus on reducing vacant houses and vacant lots in urban neighborhoods to increase equity.
0: Right, and right now, you're just buying up Baltimore. <laughs> I heard you own half of Baltimore. Am I wrong? Is my source is incorrect? Like, you know,
1: you neck-to-neck neck with, like, the, the mayor. Like, you know. Oh, my goodness. But, um, mayor Scott, I did not tell him to say that. I did not tell him to say that. <laughs> <laughs> nah, but um,
0: it's a good thing, you know. Yes. You, it's always, you know, being spoke on about buying back the block yeah. and you really out here doing it. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Everybody always saying, oh, we don't own these blocks. You
1: owning these blocks. Yeah, absolutely. And so, teaching people too. Right. And that's the biggest thing, right? Because it doesn't stop with us. Right. You know, it has to continue on. If you see that I'm able to do it with my organization, so can you.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. So let's talk about when you first got into real estate. So I heard your first couple of deals, you had to go back and... Sue some contractors and everything.
1: Oh, you've been digging, digging. I like it smooth. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I did. Yes, I did. So I grew up in real estate. Okay. Uh, so my father, he is a retired carpenter. Um, he's been in a union, all that great stuff. So I literally was like that little kid, you know, being picked up from school in a white utility van, going mm-hmm. to different work sites in with work him. Van. Oh, in a work van. Right. And going to the uh, original Home Depot, which was Heckinger's. Mm. Picking I up lumber. You know that. Oh, to, that's a new gym. I always thought it was yeah, Home Depot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It wasn't always Home Depot, and um, so it was spinning my veins. So right. you know, growing up, um, fast forward. I knew regardless of whatever I did, you know, in college and other things like that, real estate was really like the tool to true wealth. I saw how my dad was able to gain financial independence at a very young age. Mm-hmm. And I knew that I wanted to do the same, if not maybe hit that even earlier.
0: And your father is from the West Indies, correct? Correct. He's and you are like the first generation of like American born yes. from your father's lineage. Yes. So even for that in itself, I, I feel like, you know, you deserve applause. because. <laughs> Thank you. Um, it's always one of those things where they act like people come over here and they, you know, mm-hmm. they don't really help the economy. Correct. You buying up the blocks, <laughs> Like, you know what I mean? It's like all those things people say is just...
1: Yeah, it's definitely, yeah. definitely not true. Definitely not true. Um, for anything, my dad showed me how to actually treat people As he was a landlord, Mm -hmm. I've never heard him get out of pocket, get crazy with any tenant. And he's very old school. Um, He would actually go and have conversation with you and pick the rent up, drop off, you know, goodies and so forth. So I felt like the first of the month was was great for me, not for the money, because I always got something from everybody. Right, right. Go have some fun,
0: (laughs) get some stuff. Right,
1: right. Exactly. Exactly. So he showed me the humbleness that everybody is at different places in their life. Right. And you treat them accordingly based upon who they are, not based based upon like your authority because you're a landlord. Because you can, yeah, because they owe you this, owe you that. Exactly. Right. So I've taken that same humble spirit into now, as you say, you know, buying up blocks. I do mm-hmm. the same thing when I go on, when I go into the city, if I see somebody sitting on a stoop, I speak. Mm-hmm. If I see somebody cleaning out their yard, I speak. It doesn't matter whether I live specifically on that block or not. Right. We're still one family community engagement, connecting. I want to hear what you want to see in the community. I want you to tell me what the last person did so I don't repeat it, right? Right. You know, so I take that same humble spirit with me. So
0: you didn't really start real estate thinking that you were going to stay in real estate. Like you thought you might do a couple deals, one house here, one house there, and then next thing you know, you had like 22
1: houses. (laughs) Right. So when I first started out, I really just was trying to, have my own say, mm-hmm. you know, sometimes when you're the baby and working with majority men, they don't always hear what you got to say. Ah, you know, Right. you know, keep they counting push the money you up to the side, yeah. De- deal with the clerical work. Right. And I just knew that I wanted to be able to step out on my own. So the first deal that you were talking about, Um, that when I did have to end up suing a contractor. Mm -hmm. And of course, my dad didn't want me to get that particular property. I think he just wanted to be involved. Mm -hmm. But I think it was a great learning experience as well, because I learned about new mortgage products, how those work, um, how to hold contractors accountable, how to make sure that your scope of worksheet needs to be very detailed. If you're changing any type of uh, line uh, allocations, it needs to be very clear about where the money is going. So it was a good experience.
0: Yeah, because those are the things that people normally you trip and fall on your face on mm-hmm. when you when you jump into this real estate game. It's like they always say, like those first couple deals, finding those contractors is oh, so hard. Yeah. It's like you could really kill your whole project. Oh yeah, kill your budget, kill everything. Absolutely. And it's um so you learn fast. Oh and yeah. Then it even turned into something else because you you got your, before you build um books the ebooks that, that you have now. Yeah. So you really took all the knowledge that you learned early on, mm-hmm. and really kind of giving out the game now, so that people don't make the same mistakes that you made right. so early on. Yeah, and I think that's that's part of like the the thing that I feel like successful people owe to the community. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I hate to say "owe" oh like that, but I feel like in the world where we are just so left to fend for ourselves, right? We gotta, you know. Look up to our people that's already done it. You know what I'm saying? And gotcha. They got to help feed us and give us that game. All right, go ahead. Right. You can do it. Right. Do it this way. Absolutely. And if feel like that's what you specialize in. you you spoken many times, many seminars. You was at the SOAR conference. Yes,
1: with Crystal Bailey. It was right. amazing. How was it? Oh, my gosh. I mean, it looked like a sea of, like, just rainbows and... You know, beautiful black women in all different colors. It was just, it was absolutely amazing. Just Just unicorns. uh, No, no. (laughs) I mean, shoot, they unicorns. We are. I don't know how we get the stuff done that we do sometimes. But in regards to before you build, the major thing about that book is before you build, build building from the heart of the community. Mm. See, when people think about buying a block, they may think like, oh, uh, she went and got a house on auction, right? Or Mm. oh, she, you know, worked with a wholesaler and. Honestly, it it was divine because I put God's people first. Mm. I was literally able to go into a community and knock on doors, knock on church doors and Mm. ask questions about what happened here who's here who's the decision makers oh, wow. here and then full circle just you know trying to find my purpose and mm. what this new world of real estate was going to be for me um i ended up at the department of houses and community development i didn't even know i was going there i got invited and didn't know where i was even going mm. because i was like i just want to be able to make a difference but i don't want to just flip a house i don't right. want to just be a landlord i want everything that we're doing make a true impact is
0: that me. where the change came is that where oh. you went from
1: just wanting to make a few deals to being fully wholehearted in this game. Oh, yeah. And it failed me. When I went to Baltimore, I went there with one house. Right. And then as they heard what I was doing and what I was willing to do, mm-hmm. the city opened up. The community opened up. They just up. welcomed you with open arms. And, I mean, sometimes not welcomed with full open arms, but it was <laughs> like, listen, it's better than what we have. Right? right. And that's why I say building from the heart of community is so important. Where do you go to find out what does the community even need? Mm. You can't go into a neighborhood and pose your norms and what you want on somebody else. right? So maybe they can't afford homes. So maybe you need to go and offer affordable housing from a rental aspect, mm-hmm. or maybe they do need home ownership. And now you're able to go in there with strategic programs and knocking on doors with uh, different financial institutions mm-hmm. so they can offer down payment assistance. Mm-hmm. So my background is actually, I have a master's in, in social work, macro social work. Right. So I've taken the two worlds and wrapped them together so I don't ever just look at just the house that I'm doing a nice kitchen in and putting in good floors. It's who is the end buyer and what can we do to support them to stay in this house? Right. And if that can happen with more people that look like us, I'm I'm all for it. And
0: yeah, that's crazy. That's like such a, a different warped approach than most people. Because I, I would say that that's the, one of the biggest problems of why people have such an issue with the gentrification going on in Philly. Because there's people that's coming in and they're just doing what they want to do. They're creating a community that they see. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like the whole Ridge Avenue is, is different. It's, it's totally not, different. nothing like what it used to be. Right, right. And then, like you said, it's about building a community. There's nothing really there for the community as far as I see when mm-hmm. I drive through. You know what I'm saying? So it just always looks like people come in and they're doing things to try to create benefit for themselves, right. create money for themselves. Where's the, you know, where's the things for the kids? Where's yeah. the schools at? Right. Where's the, you know, repurposing other playgrounds? Like, already doing all that, right? Exactly. But it, and you started with the knocking and with the talking to the people. That's just, it's yeah. great to hear that. Cause I've, I've never heard anybody, you know, start their real estate journey with really knocking on doors and wondering how can I come change right. this community for the better, yeah. not just make a dollar. Yeah, absolutely. You know and I mean?
1: now I think our, our economy is forcing us to have those conversations. So even if you were a traditional, you know, flipper, right? right. With the interest rates going up and you taking a chance on buying a property, you want to know about some of these government programs and how can you have real community impact so you can qualify for some of these dollars right. to reduce your, de- your um, development costs. Exactly. So that's another reason why I'm being very open with educating people about what is community development, because it's very different from just buying a house and flipping it and putting it on the market.
0: So let's talk about it. Tell us some a little bit about community development.
1: So community development is a holistic approach to strengthening the neighborhood. And for me, that focus is real estate. So as I was just mentioning, um, and and I've knocked on a couple doors, we do Mm -hmm. have a nonprofit as well where uh, people that come through that program, that home ownership initiative that we have, they can qualify for up to 53,000 in down payment assistance. Mm. That don't come overnight. That comes from finding out what's on the state level, what's on the city level, and then also knocking on doors of financial institutions say, hey, if you are gonna be in this neighborhood Get in the mortgages in this neighborhood. How can we partner together right. so we can also make sure that we're supporting these people to stay in the house?
0: So is that would you did you build some partnerships with some mortgage companies and things yeah. of that sort? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and then we spoke on. So uh, talk about the Akuru Midway oh, offering. Aruka Midway. Okay. Aruka, I'm sorry. Yeah, no, no, no. Okay. It's totally
1: cool. So Aruka Midway happened because when you're often going into a neighborhood where you have to create the market value. Now, it's it's always sexy when you can walk in and be like, oh, yeah, houses already selling for this, for that. Right. But when you have to create when the market. When you're starting that way, Oh, my God. It's mm-hmm. a whole other muscle. And then when you're doing that with multiple houses, that's the only way that it can really happen. So I didn't have all the money in my back pocket to be able to do, to do it. Now, right. I did sacrifice a lot on my own in the very beginning to get that first one up and going. But then when we realized, well, we're still facing redlining. Mm. we're still facing banking institutions that no matter what mayor and city council has planned, no matter what the state has planned, they're not lending to us. Mm. I'm gonna say it again. They're not lending to us. So I said, okay, we're going to do a campaign. I've never raised this type of money before in my life, Mm. but I'm gonna roll the dice and see what happens. And I think more than anything, even though we didn't hit the 1.6 million, it showed people that we can come together, pull our sources together, and buy back our neighborhoods. Buy black. I like the black I like the black part, you know? Right. So that's what that really was about. And um it's amazing to be able to look at it now and be like, yeah, we bought this block. Right. So it's not this, Joanna led the led the way, but we bought this block.
0: So the is it a Aruka midway. Aruka yeah. Midway. So it's a collective right. of people. From the neighborhood or whatever, or even like if you wherever, you right. know
1: whether you, you you connect with it because you service people there f- uh-huh. with different product services, or you connect with it because you grew up in a neighborhood that looked like it. It was a national campaign, and people mm. invested,
0: and they invested. Now you can use that money. They also get they
1: get a return. Yeah, they get yeah. a
0: return on their investment. Right. So now they got an income coming in. The neighborhood is better. Yeah, it's black and
1: beautiful. They're black and beautiful. Black and beautiful. Right, and it can like be that. and it can be repeated, but it's just using these systems that honestly have been around for a long time and saying I want a seat at the table for my neighborhood.
0: And I always get so confused because that's one of the things I always try to encourage people. It's like you don't have to do anything on your own. Correct. There's a sea of people out here and it's always been just this issue of getting everybody on the same page or understanding what the mission is or, mm-hmm. or even just trust. There's so much distrust in the oh, black yeah. community. You know what oh, I'm yeah. saying? So how was it that you got so many people to trust your vision or understand, you know, the real goal and the jump behind it like they did mm-hmm. to even get to that 1.5 or 1.6 million. So
1: for me, it was what I believe it is. Cause I think other people would have to tell you that mm-hmm. than I would, but what I believe it is, is that people saw me out there doing the work. Mm. So when we were trying to get attention to the neighborhood, and we would do um, neighborhood cleanups, mm. I was out there cleaning up. Yeah, yeah. Outside. I grew up in North Philly, and on Saturdays, my mom said you got to go outside with the pine saw and everything and clean up in front of the stoop. So I said, okay, that's what we're going to do. Right. You know that we're going to be out here cleaning up. When we did anything, I was involved. It wasn't hands you know, it was, on. it was hands on. Right. Um, so I think by people seeing that. They were like, okay. It's a natural trust. This, and they they see and they believe in. Is either she crazy it. or she <laughs> or she's worth, you know, following this woman and seeing what she has going on. Right, right. Okay. Well, I know you got
0: a lot going on, but I know I'm getting a little hungry. Same here. And we're gonna dip <laughs> a little bit more into it, but we about to get into this food. It's your boy Smooth. We got Miss Joanna with us, and we be right back. It's cooking up. Let's go. It's our favorite part of the show. That's your favorite? Yes, sir. Ah, chef. What you got cooking? You already know. You already know who it is. It's your boy, Smoothin. it is my favorite part of the show. It is time to get into that food. Today, chef, we have Chef Henny. Chef Henny,
2: thank you for coming. Thank you for having me.
0: And you specialize in Spanish and soul food.
2: Yes. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm Dominican. Okay. And Haitian, so I specialize in Latin foods, anything from Mexican to like Dominican, Puerto Rican food, and also a little bit of soul food.
0: That's a nice mix. Yeah. Puerto Rican and Haitian. No, Dominican, oh, Dominican and Haitian. Dominican and Haitian. I'm sorry, yes. I mixed my, my <laughs> things up. I have heard so everything. You, can make, yes, you throw doing so many yes, things out there. Yes. But no, that's a nice mix. So you you probably get down in the kitchen for real, for real.
2: Yeah, I try to. It's a good workout. Yeah, you go out right. in <laughs> all the different,
0: different foods. So.
2: Yes, absolutely.
0: Tell me about what you got for us right now.
2: Um, today I have seafood quesadillas. They're crab and shrimp mm. uh, topped off with a cilantro lime sauce. And the sauce is only 40 calories because I do specialize in meal preps mm. as well. Yeah, and then so I have. It's good healthy. Yes, yes. I like we that try mix. to be like. You yeah. try to make some good decisions. I know I'm working yeah. and watching my figures, so that's good. <laughs> yes, like that. yes, exactly. And then we have some umbrella chicken tacos served with a brella sauce. So it's a little spicy. I like just, a little Just like, you know, yes. It yeah. ain't
0: crazy, crazy spicy.
2: No, no, I try not to make it crazy spicy. I try to kind of make it, it medium. No, you're not going to need milk. You're good. All right, all right, all right, cool. <laughs> you're good.
0: Yeah. Long as you know, because if you yeah. watch the show, y'all know it's smooth with all the spicy, yes, spicy, yes. spicy. But yeah, alright. That sounds real cool. dope. So let everybody know how they can contact them in case they want some meal prep or they want some of these tacos or some soul food.
2: Um, you could find me on Instagram at get you a henny. That's G-E-T-C-H-U-A-Henny H E N N Y. I'm a drink, so you can't forget my name. <laughs> oh, they're not gonna forget no henny. They can't forget Henny. <laughs> get you a henny. Yes. Check let me listen. out on Instagram. I'm also on Facebook, and you could email me at Get you a Henny at gmail.com as well for any catering, meal preps, um, coquito season right now. So hit me up for the coquito. I make it with rum and Henny, however you want it. So light or dark, I got gotcha. you.
0: I want a coquito. Yes, yes, absolutely. Listen, we appreciate you coming. Yes, thank get you your, for having me. Get you a Henny. It's your boy, Smooth. Let's get back to the show. Let's go. You already know who it is. It's your boy, Smooth, and we right back at it. We still got Miss Joanna here with us. And we got these lovely tacos that Chef mm. Henny prepared for us, as amazing. well as some quesadillas. Mm. And you said you love seafood, so yes. we got some crab meat with some shrimp. Listen. Oh, we going in. Yeah, I don't like to talk too much <laughs> when the food come out. I'm <laughs> going to tell you that now. I'm like... I got to get a bite. Okay. You, you ready? I'm We're ready. We're going hands in. I know you looking all cute and anything. <laughs> you know, roll the sleeves up. I roll the
1: sleeves up a little bit. You good. know,
0: we got a little dippage and everything going on over here. Okay, Shout I out I to Chef Henny. I am going to
1: here. I'm going to skip over the plate.
0: Yeah. They, they can't smell it, but if y'all could. Oh, my
1: gosh. Amazing. Mm. It
0: Smells
1: so good.
0: Henny says she wanted me, want me to taste the sauce, so I'm going to taste the sauce for y'all. Tell you what the sauce came for. Mm.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: I heard the crunch. <laughs>
1: mm. That's right. That's good. And she did not cheat on the seafood. Mm-mm. What's all up in there? <laughs> you
0: yeah, know, I go to a restaurant. And they got the crab cakes. And mm. they be more like a stuffing cake. It's powder. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Ain't no crab in this. I'm like straight stuffing cake. So mm. That's good. I'll go for a second dip. And a dip popping, and, and the spice just right, honey. Like you said. Ain't too much of a kick, Just right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that. That's that.
1: Mm-mm. Mm. It seems like you won't devour this real
0: well after. Yeah, I mean I'll tell you, <laughs> it go like that. I, they know me. They're like, smooth will to eat. But um, I'm gonna eat while we talk. Sure. So, you just bought a plot of land in Baltimore.
1: Yeah. Um, Ujama Cove. Ujama Cove is the name now. Ujama Cove. You said the name now. Was it a different name first? So, we never named it before. Okay. So, we intentionally did this um, with the community, Mm -hmm. having different events. And um, we had them decide what they wanted the name to be. So, they We I remember one of the events we had, we had like these sandwich boards. And we asked them, like, what do you want to see here? Like from the kids to older adults. Mm -hmm. We got everything from splash pads to benches, workout equipment, chess tables. We had another board where we asked them, like, what do you want the name to be? And um, with our board, we put the names together and it's Ujama Cove, Mm -hmm. stands for Collective Economics, right? One of the Swahili principles, Uh, um, Kwanzaa. And then uh, the Cove is a gathering place. So Mm -hmm. it just totally fits. So it's AKA the Cove.
0: What was the the motive behind it?
1: Mm. So green space um, really found me, and that's what sometimes people don't really know, like what green space is, and it's like don't even overthink it. Like green space is exactly that. Green space. Everything that's green, parks, gardens, everything is green. Right. So this uh, land was actually in the backyard, basically, of one of our properties. So we were thinking about like what did what did. We, what else did we want to do besides just having properties that we would purchase and sell for home ownership? Right. And um, I'm going to try to make this story short. We were looking on a different block for a small lot, like mm-hmm. 15 by 90. We can probably do like a little garden or something. Right. So I called downtown and they say, well, we won't approve that purchase because you already have a garden nearby. You actually have a farm. I was like, what? Mm. And I was like, there's no farm. <laughs> I said, I promise you.
0: Because when you say farm, you're
1: like, it's some big lands some cows. Yeah, with, right. It's exactly. like, what is she talking about? Mm-hmm. So in my mind, I'm like, okay, here we go with the city. They're looking at their map, telling you it's one thing. You're not walking these blocks with us. You, you don't, don't know what's was don't... really yeah. Exactly. So one Saturday, um, I ended up meeting one of the neighborhood association members at this area that they said had a farm. Mm-hmm. And when I walked closely, I was like, oh, snap. I see the hoop ring. That's potatoes, and I look a little bit deeper. I'm like, oh my god, that's apple trees. Oh, it was
0: really a farm. <laughs> they grow something it was back there. So
1: much illegal dumping, you couldn't mm. tell. So whoever had the place before, they stopped managing it and went to the wayside, and then ultimately the community was just like, we're tired. It is. Mm. like we don't want this to be here. We already got you know vacant houses to deal with this is just an added eyesore. Right. As we investigated and did more research, we learned that how again through redlining, the lack of healthy green spaces have affected us from depression, anxiety. We don't have healthy places to be able to see, mm. to sit, stay away from, you know, all the heat. Right. So all of that is beaming on you every day, you're not seeing the the gift of life in front of you. Right. So green spaces is very, very important. So eventually after all the different meetings and making sure like the community was good with us doing this, right. We purchased it and we purchased it last year, September.
0: Congrats.
1: Thank you. And it's a little over a quarter acre of land. I was looking for fifteen by ninety. And then you got a nice little quarter. <laughs> I got a nice little quarter, right, that's right. Crazy. And it's community designed, one hundred percent. And it that's would be probably even better. Yeah,
0: because you could really play with it now. Really, right? But
1: it just was not. what we—I had no idea. Like when people asked me, I'm like, "Yo, we wasn't looking for this," I promise mm. you.
0: And that's crazy because a lot of your journey has seemed to have been like just so Divine, walking in no blind not. faith. It's just like. Lord would just push you in those directions. You looking for uh, you know, sixteen by ninety and then you got a quarter acre. <laughs> you know what I mean? You go right. over to with well, one property thinking you just gonna might buy a house and next thing like, you know, <laughs> you join the whole community. <laughs> you know? Right, right, yeah. absolutely. That's really dope. That's really crazy. It just shows like when you trust, you know, trust in God, trust in faith, trust in yeah. the universe, just trust something, just walk in your mission right. pretty much. Understand right. what you trying to accomplish and you know Some people just leave with money. Mm -hmm. And it's like, you know, money is not the goal. You know, those things come when you walk
1: in your purpose. Right, absolutely. When you
0: do what you really want to do and Mm -hmm. you serve in the community. Yeah,
1: absolutely. I could tell you this. The the thing that really pushed me to move forward was the last lender I went to, hoping that I could be able to get a construction loan to fix up this house. And he says, I don't care what's happening on the blocks aside. You're not going to get that funded. He said, good luck. Mm. And I said, I can show you better than I can tell you. Mm. And that's what gave me the urgency to be like, I got to figure out how to raise money. I got to figure out how to get this done. And in the midst of all this happening is when I got connected with like the commissioner and all these other people um, that were asking me, like, do you want more? We will support you. You know, do you want to be able to get the rest of this block? They just start offering it. And I just I just was like, Well, all right, we're going to figure it it. out.
2: That's
1: the one thing he must not
0: know. You never tell no black woman she can't do something. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> She's gonna do a top
2: ten. <laughs> I'm gonna
1: figure it out. She's gonna I'm get gonna it done. It out. And uh-huh. now when I pull up to work, it's like this us. The, our guys, they literally go from one house to the next house. They work, mm. they park for the day, and that's it. And now we got this beautiful park, this like walking distance. It's like it's almost like an extended backyard mm-hmm. to the house that you already have. It's beautiful.
0: And that's the thing. People don't even understand, even when it comes to green spaces, just um Right now, we're in such like a mental health awareness mm-hmm. understanding how we are affected by the things around us, yeah. you know what I'm saying, even when you are feeling and you walking in these blocks it it really do bring you down so yeah yeah
2: there's
0: no trees, it's all houses, there's row houses, yeah. you know what I mean mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. and the
0: earth really got a energy to it, yeah
1: it has to breathe, it has to breathe so in the space, what we did because some people were like very much. We want the farm, mm-hmm. even though it wasn't being maintained for years. Right. And then some people are like, we don't want it at all. So we found a common ground and we actually kept the apple trees, cherry trees, fig trees. Um, and we we're actually putting some planters on one end. Mm-hmm. So that way uh, the kids, because there's a private school and there's a um, public school right nearby, that they can come there and have outdoor science classes and that type of stuff. So like you can really anything, let me tell y'all, anything that you walk by that you think is vacant, it's not possible, just change your mindset a little bit and just say, what if this actually could work? Mm -hmm. And all you need to do is start talking to your council person, go downtown, say, hey, I know that this has been vacant for X amount of time. Mm -hmm. This is what I'm willing to do with it. This is what I can do with it. I've already spoke to the block captain or the neighborhood association. There is not anything that we can't do. It's money is not our issue. We just gotta come together as a people to just have the solutions right there.
0: Right. So talk to me about disrupting the line. Mm. Cause we talking about coming together, yeah. finding a solution. Right. So disrupting the line.
1: Right, absolutely. So disrupting the line is actually gonna be a three day virtual course. And I'm bringing some real heavy hitters that know this world of community development inside and out. Mm-hmm. And we're talking about it from understanding redlining for this purpose because if we don't only look at it if we only look at it from a home ownership aspect we're missing it. We're completely missing it. We have to see the domino effect of how mortgage restrictions and how it played also into our educational system mm-hmm. and how it then also play, um, plays into our green space. Spaces or the lack thereof which then plays into our mental health. It's a whole domino Mm. effect But we don't want to just stay there and talk about it right because we could talk about redlining all day right I'm using myself as an example along with some other amazing people to say Here's an example of what you could do if you're tired of that neighborhood looking this way. Mm-hmm. Or if you have the, a purpose within yourself that you're like, listen, I want to be able to service the older you know, population. How can I do this through, through real estate? How can I do senior living? Or how can I do veteran housing? So it's all through community development. But you got to know the lines that you're breaking first. Mm. Because if you just jump out there and say, oh, I'm going to get a block. You're going to fall on your face because you don't know what the boundaries are right. that's been restricting it for so long. Mm-hmm. So you really don't know what you're fighting against.
0: You don't. At all. And they put some real deep roots into Whoa. these, these planning. Oh, it's my so goodness. crazy yes. when you look into it, like how they put certain highways in certain places Absolutely. and bridges. And you know what I mean? Just where they put the, the mm-hmm. city of where you live versus the downtown yeah. area. Yeah. Like really to... Kind of push people in certain areas, mm-hmm. keep them away from certain things, yeah. keep them not able to reach this, right. and like, like it's really yeah. crazy the way that this the city was built.
1: Right, absolutely, all through fear. When we go back and we understand how redlining was even started, they were told that black people were invading their neighborhoods, mm-hmm. Invaded. So I'm now I'm off the brick. I'm scared. Right, I'm I, I need to protect myself, my family. The husband got the gun. Yeah, <laughs> you know yeah. the kids is ready with the pitchforks You you're up in arms, right? And this became law across the board, mm-hmm. right? So we have to understand what we're breaking, and we have to understand why we why real estate is important. Not just because it's a wealth tool, right. but it's also like this is our right that was taken. And if we don't know what we're working towards, then you just kind of out here just doing it because it looks because it's, right. it's a trend. It look it looks hot,
0: right? Right. Doing it because it's the thing to do and I understand that how you can really change things. Absolutely. Right. Absolutely. And, we, and when you, like, I guess, come at it from that angle, you see how big the picture really is. And it's really a big picture. I'm glad that you're doing everything you're doing and you're educating people. Thank you. And you're bringing so many people together and with a real mission. Right. You know what I mean? It's really about building a community at the end of the day. Yeah. It's not just filling your pockets and making houses look nice on a block It's really... Yeah. Got green and we spaces. do that too, but yeah. yes. <laughs> it's, it's about doing it all. It's, it's you know what doing saying? it all. I think that's, that's part of black excellence. Yes. You know what I'm saying? It's about we know how to create generational wealth while mm. also healing. You know what I mean? Because that's the thing too. Like you can't
1: just rape and pillage the land. Absolutely. And then when you're just building, 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 you're doing the same thing they're doing. Doing the same thing. But if you knew the systems, right? If you knew how to go about... Layering down payment assistance. If you knew how to be able to identify property tax abatements for seven years mm. because it's been vacant for X amount of time, mm-hmm. that could be the very house that you need. you going mm. up to the county, all the all the stuff right down here. You wonder why they're coming down here. you leaving what's mm. yours. To go to the county and, and have to mow an acre of land that you can't afford?
0: Mm. Come on, it's, a, it's, the gym, <laughs> it's the gym segment. Give, <laughs> give us some gems because I know you got them. So we got some people out there that might not have the funds mm-hmm. they might have a little bit. They might have nothing. Right. Tell them how can they
1: start helping serve the community as well as okay. getting some property. So I would say if you feel like your your like your funds are somewhat low, mm-hmm. right? You're going through transition. I would say um, identify a property that is definitely and clearly below market value, right? It's mm-hmm. been sitting for a long time. It, it probably looks like the mail is backed up or no mail is going there at, at this point. Mm-hmm. And I would say start investigating. The Department of Housing and Community Development, mm-hmm. who used to own this house? How long has it been sitting there? It's an eyesore to the community and I'm willing to buy it. Sometimes it's you picking up the phone. It's not on the MLS, mm-hmm. it's not on Zillow, it's not only any of those things, it's about you just picking up the phone and asking a question. Now, how do you find the money? So there's so many ways that you could do it. If you are working a W-2, meaning like you have a nine to five, you mm-hmm. might have some retirement funds. You can actually pull funds from that to purchase that, right? Mm-hmm. That's, that's the opportunity that you can be able to do that. Right. Um, you can be able to connect with a fellow friend or family member and y'all pull your sources together. Mm-hmm. So that's another opportunity. You might decide to live in one part of the property. And have two units upstairs. Now you house hacking. Right. So there's a couple different ways that you can do this. And I mean, as you can hear, I'm kind of running it off. Yeah, you, I, I coach people on this you and stuff. You got a big arsenal. <laughs> all, the, all the time. So mm-hmm. it's not just one way that you could do it, but there's a lot of ways that you could do it. But I think the pooling your sources together is always the best way. Um. Once you're done with the property, you can always refinance it because now you've bought into a a decent and market and out. you can pay back your homie that helped you out, or you could pay yourself back and put your money back into your retirement account. Mm-hmm. And now you got a cash flowing property or a property that gave you a lump sum.
0: Yeah, I'm glad you keep saying that. That pulling together, I think we need we need people to preach that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because I think we we gotta understand we're stronger together. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's more money together, yeah. more resources together stronger mind together. Mm-hmm. And we can help a lot more people when we work together. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? When you work by yourself, you only serve yourself. That's it. And that's it. So it's just like,
1: people got to come together more often. Yeah. The me, myself, and I don't work.
0: And don't. And <laughs> don't work. Don't. And you be tired. <laughs> exactly. That, that's nothing too. Now you're doing everything by yourself. You got okay. no team. You no know? team. But we definitely got to change. We got to get that, that mentality together. That's what, like one of my biggest goals with Philly is just like helping them understand like, If we come together, we can accomplish anything. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? And it's it's a whole world out there. Everybody going against each other on this small little field. Like even you, you from Philly, but you operating out Baltimore heavy. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Okay, y'all want Philly? I'm going to go head over there. (laughs) And there's
1: more than enough out here. We got a lot of work to do. A lot of work to do. We don't mm-hmm. have any reason to be back, in and this, this. It's a lot. You want a vacant house? Go out the <laughs> go right. out the front door. And you're going to find and one. You gonna, and you're going to find one, right? So but ultimately, it's what's your purpose in it Right. when it's all said and done? What's going to sustain it? So what's
0: next for you? What, do, what else do you have on the plate?
1: So, uh, what's next for me is coaching. I'm taking some time. You know, we we pretty much secured this phase of the project. So I got a couple years in front of me to kind of slow up a little bit, pay mm-hmm. a little bit more time to my personal life, and mm-hmm. do some coaching and teaching. So I look forward to doing that. And um, we have a project management arm of our business that's starting. Mm-hmm. So that's amazing. Um, working mm-hmm. with some larger institutions that are actually able to. You think I got a block? They got. Yeah, they got like neighborhoods. Yeah, (laughs) right. So they got some workforce, but the biggest thing for me is disturbing the line, disrupting the line at this point, which Mm -hmm. is coming up December first through the third, and then in twenty twenty three we'll be actually having some community development coaching. Like y'all got to stay tuned for that. That's it's going to be like none other. Please let us know. Absolutely, and it's we're only taking a select few with us because it's not for everybody. You got to know not that you kind of want real estate, not that you kind of want to operate in your purpose. It's like, no, I know I want to do this mm-hmm. and I want to do it through real estate and I want to be able to be coached and trained and I'm willing to travel.
0: Y'all you know, out here giving that knowledge out. Yep. That's what's up. That's yeah. what's up. I wanted to talk about your daughter's uh, ah. facial, uh, what do you call it? Lee Essentials. Essentials. Yes, my yeah. sugar
1: plum. She's uh well... Her name is Haley, let me say it correctly. So Haley, she is the founder and CEO of Lee Essentials, which mm-hmm. is a natural uh skincare line. And she has her first product, which is a body butter. Mm. And again, that came out of, you know, purpose, right? So mm. she was born with eczema. With eczema right? Yeah, she was yeah. born with eczema. And we were really just like couldn't put everything on her skin. We could, couldn't stand that the caked up part. I'm going to have to tell this little part of the story. <laughs> she used to do this, like, like uh, just on <laughs> just Anything that there. she could get on is just, oh, it used to drive me crazy. So we just really started catering to, like, natural oils, and that was her thing. And mm-hmm. one day, I go into my freezer, and I'm seeing all these, like, old chapstick capsules, like, what is this in my freezer? And she's like, Mom, I just made some chapstick. And I was mm. like, oh, Okay. And I said, wait a minute, you did what? (laughs) And
0: she just came up with it And she just
1: came up with it on her own. And I said, what did you do to do that? Mm -hmm. And before I knew it, we had her in an entrepreneur program out Cabrini University. And she was understanding unit price and Mm -hmm. cost and all this stuff. And she said, okay, I'm going to put the chapstick on hold, but I'm going to do the body butter, mom. Right. And the rest is history. And now she knows she wants to be in the field of dermatology.
0: That's so dope. (laughs) So super dope. Look at y'all out here being (laughs) black and gray. I love it. I love it. I love it so much. Thank you. So, please let everybody know how they could get some knowledge from you, the before you build ebooks and yeah. everything like that. Okay. Let them know where to find All them. right, so
1: you can go to, well, first of all, let me make sure that y'all know this. We talked about Disrupting the Line. The way that you can get this information, I want you to definitely go and uh, follow Real Dev School. That's R-E-A-L-D-E-V School. Follow that on all social media platforms. Mm -hmm. Um, You can actually get a couple books if you sign up for Disrupting the Line. So you don't want to miss that bundle price. Uh, But long story short, when you get to the ebook portion, you can go to beforeyoubuildebook.com if you want to get that individually. But go to Real Dev School. Um, You want to be able to sign up for Disrupting the Line. You don't want to Miss this at all, and you can always follow me personally, the Real Joanna Jane, on all social media networks.
0: Listen, it was so wonderful having you here. Thank you. Hope you enjoyed the tacos. Oh, I'm definitely from going dive into Oh yeah. Yeah, they already once the camera <laughs> coming out the shirt. And Absolutely. Everything. But um, thank you again so thank much you. for coming. All right. It was wonderful. I look forward to getting some more knowledge from you Absolutely. as well. Y'all already know who it is. It's your boy Smooth. I miss Joanna Jane here. It's cooking up 205 and we out.